Hello everyone, how's everyone doing? It's me, Auru Sanchez. Oh, you want me to introduce myself too? Yes, please. Wow. Okay, I'm Aliza Sanchez. <laughs> we hope you guys are doing amazing. Today we have another great question that you guys sent us in. We really appreciate it. But before we get to that, please guys, follow us on this channel, Conversation Guru. Follow our podcast, Converse with Anyone Anywhere. It's on every podcast directory. Find us on YouTube, also Conversation Guru. Please guys, leave us comments, like, share these videos. We really appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much. So, Aliza, what is the question today and why is it so important that we speak about about this and that everyone out there know more about this topic? Well, the question that we're tackling today is how to get over a relationship. Okay. Now, this is hugely, hugely, hugely important because it not only affects your own mental space in the moment, like mm. how you feel about yourself and everything like that, but also your future relationships. Like, if you can't get over a past relationship, how are you going to have a good relationship in the future? Like, it just doesn't work. You have to be able to get over it in order to have that future relationship in the future, which has huge effects on everyone's life. Like, a relationship changes a person's life. So, mm -hmm. it's a really, really important topic. What do you think? You know, it's interesting. Um, I, I was reading a while back, and they said that they've done studies, and on average, it takes about 11 weeks 11 weeks for a person to get over a relationship. Oh, wow. Now, of course, there's a lot of things that can come into play, like how long was this re relationship? That's true. Like, was it five years, a year, six months? But on average, they say it's about 11, 11 weeks. But when it comes to a marriage, after a ma after, uh, after, let's say, a divorce, it takes about 18 months to get over that divorce. Wow. So, yeah. So, uh, so we know that this is a very important topic because when you get over a relationship, of course, the longer, the harder it is. Right? Again, it can affect you mentally, work-wise, physically. It can affect you in so many different aspects. But we see, Elise and I have seen so many so many people who they've been in different relationships and like they enter a new one with someone else and that person is healthy and they're ready to go out and everything's going well and I don't know where weird things start to happen. There's more fights, there's more resentment and, like, and the person's confused. The person who's emotionally healthy is like, what happened? I don't get it. I'm trying my best, and they try to do everything that they can, but the, there's something wrong with the other person. Of well, course, there's different things, but this could be one of them. Mm -hmm. They're not over a previous relationship like Aliza mentioned. Which makes sense. Like If you're like trying to hold on to a person in your head, like the potential that maybe it could come back, like you're going to feel like you're cheating on them if you go mm. out with another person, which means that like you're obviously going to create a toxic relationship with that person because you have all of these conflicting emotions going on and they can't get a clear message from you. All right, that's true, yeah. Yeah, you're right. So, so now that we know that it's important to get over a, a, a relationship, right? Briefly. I mean, there's so much more to talk about, but we want to tell you how you can get over one, right? What's some techniques that you can give the audience on how to get over a relationship? Like, I know it's not, we know that it's not easy, but what are some techniques well, before we even get into that, I was thinking maybe we could um, debate almost one um, method that a lot of people say that okay. the best way to get over someone is to just get with someone else. What do you think about that? So I could, I definitely see why people say that. Mm -hmm. And you know something, I, me personally, I cannot be, I, I cannot come on, on this video and say that it's a hundred percent wrong. For me personally, I don't, it, it never, it, it, that would have never worked with me. I think a lot of times it will not work. I don't mm -hmm. think, I don't think it's the best, but I do think for certain people it might work it, and it might get them out of that rut. It might get them out of um, 
that that mental rut with the other person because a lot of times you know they do say that a lot of times that certain things break apart so then better things can fall in there mm-hmm. right actually Marilyn Monroe said that oh yeah she said that sometimes things have to break or something things have to end so that better things can come in so it is true so if you break up with someone and then you meet someone else who else who's amazing mm-hmm. and they come into your life and they say they sweep you off your feet and then you know you get into a relationship with them you learn from them and you build a bond and then yeah you can get over a relationship but i think that for most people this is not the way to go it's not the way to go you know what's interesting about this concept what i think that it's almost like the final step in getting over someone for some people right okay like i think that you can obviously get over someone without having a relationship with a new person mm-hmm. but i think that it's a really cool way to do it um only if this person that you're dating now is actually better than the person that you dated beforehand right Mm -hmm. like if you're just dating some random person who doesn't actually do anything for you it's not going to help you get over the other person it's just going to highlight the good qualities and the good things that you had in that relationship that you don't have with this person Mm -hmm. but if the relationship is better with this person then it could really highlight the negative things that were in that relationship previously with the other person but i do think that before you can get into that relationship you have to be in a space where you're trying to let go of that person. Like, you're actively doing things to let go of the previous relationship. Like, you can't just, like, break up one day and the next day get into a new relationship and expect that to do all the work for you, right? Mm-hmm. I think that you do need to take some time and really try to separate, like, the cogs of your mind from this person mm-hmm. and then reattach to this person. Like, I don't know if anyone here drives stick, but, like, when you're switching gears in the... In the engine you have to release one gear and then you're kind of like in this like negative space where like you're not attached to anything and then when you reattach to the new gear then the car moves smoothly right so it's Mm -hmm. kind of like that the old gear is the old relationship you do have to separate from that like you have to actively like lift the pedal from there and then you can re-engage and that re-engagement can show you how good it can be when you're not with this other person that could kind of push you over that final hurdle of like oh wow yeah i really did make that good decision to break up with this person, right? Like that it was kind of like reinforcing that decision. Like, you know how, like if you're hammering something in, like you could hammer it in and it's stable, but if Mm -hmm. you just give it a little bit more, then it's like really stable. I think that when you have that relationship afterwards, that's what really stabilizes that decision of like, yes, I made a good decision to break up with this person and I'm, I'm happy with it. So then you're saying, right? So, okay. So we definitely, I mean, I definitely understand where you're coming from, but then you mentioned something to get rid of these mental cogs, right? Mm -hmm. And we're saying that mostly you're you're saying that a lot of times it's not the best thing to just enter a new relationship. It could work maybe, but a lot of times it's not. So how can you get rid of those mental cogs Mm -hmm. without using someone else to help you get out of it? Well, the first thing, like the first step I would say is very much distance, right? Mm -hmm. Like if an alcoholic is trying to get over or trying to create kind of like a stability there they have to separate themselves from alcohol you have to kind of remove the temptation because right after you break up there's all of these feelings right there's these like insecurities these like oh my gosh should i have done it what about all of these good things and all of these memories pop up in your head right correct and if you're like in close proximity with this person like it's much easier to kind of like fall off the wagon and get back with this person right mm-hmm. So the first thing that you're going to want to do is separate and see that like, oh, I'm okay by myself. Like, I can do this. Like, I don't need to be with this other person. Would you say that's like the first step? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, because what happens that a lot of times, especially the longer you were with someone, 
right? You feel like, wow, this person was a big part of my life. We used to do things together or I depended on this person for, for whatever, for this, for this reason or for that reason, right? So you need to prove to yourself mentally, right? Mindset wise that, Hey, just, just like we said, Hey, I can do everything on my own. Everything's gonna be fine. I'm not dying. Right. But you have to go through like the grieving process, as they yeah. say, the grieving process. And, and that's a great step to distance yourself from this person or people similar to this person or, or this type of stimulus, mm -hmm. because you're going to go through a lot of emotions because, you know, love is messy. Right. You're going to go through through all these emotions, like all this grieving process. And a lot of times, well, some people do it better alone. Other people do it better with with, with like their best friends. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to do it with your best friends, you should do it with people who have the same point of view as you. Mm -hmm. Because if you, I think in this type of scenario, because it's very emotional, you, you, you must be with people who think the same way as you, right? Because if you, if you hang out with people who think the opposite of you, they're going to make you feel better. Your self-esteem is going to continue to go lower. A lot of times in breakups, peop, that, that's really the problem. People's self-esteem and their value goes down, right? Mm -hmm. Because they feel like, wow, my entire world is ending. Of course, the, the world is not ending. People go through this stuff all the time and people recover from it. Right. But at the moment, you, you don't realize it because your your mind is so cogged up. It's so mentally blocked that you need that distance, as you mentioned, to give yourself and to realize, oh, I'm fine on my own. Mm -hmm. And little by little, you get to build your self-esteem. Now, one thing that I actually really like to do, and if you have the means to do this, this is a great thing to do. Um, when you're getting out of that relationship, a lot of times people go into like this feeling of loss, right? Okay, yes. So what I like to do is replace it with a feeling of opportunity, right? So mm. what I like to do a lot of times is I'll go traveling right after I mm. break up, right? So that's like obviously like putting that separation there. But also when you go traveling and you meet people and you do exciting new things, like all of a sudden you feel like there's such a big world out there, right? And you're like, Good. wow, all of these cool things that I can do and I can have so much phone fun by myself. Right? Not with this person. And also, like, when you're traveling, like, you meet, like, lots of cool people and you're like, oh, who are you? And it gets, like, yeah. all those feelings of excitement that you had in, like, the beginning of your relationship. And they kind of, like, amp up a little bit. So you feel excited about this new chapter in your life rather than just, like, like, you said that we have to go through a grieving process, which we do. And mm -hmm. you definitely have to give respect to that. But you want to gird yourself a little bit to have, like, like kind of, like, no, it's, it's yes, I, I'm going to miss this relationship. But at the same time... There's a whole world out there, and I'm really excited about it. So I would definitely recommend traveling. Uh, traveling. If you can. Um, that's what I did um, after any like relationship, or most of them. That it was, And it helped me a lot to be excited about this time period rather than like depressed, you know? Interesting, interesting. And when you say travel, are you saying like to a different country? Or like, if you don't have the means, can it be like another state? Like For what sure. just... I would just say go somewhere where you don't know so many people. Because also... What happens is when you're with a lot of people who know you, like a lot of times people, if they stay in their own communities, they'll stay in their house with maybe their closest friends who get it, right? Mm -hmm. But if you break up and you have to go and face the community and everyone who knows and everyone's going to be like, oh, poor you, it's like, it's hard, you know? And like, you don't want to do that when you're in such like a, like a, a vulnerable state right then. Mm -hmm. So getting some separation, going on a trip like that, where you don't have to worry about everyone sitting there like, oh up who don't do you know like everyone um, like having all those stories in their head like yeah. you can just go and like be whoever it's like a constant reminder basically exactly. yes and like you have to like this story of what happened is like your entire life for a bit right like mm. people aren't interested in what you're doing in your career at that moment they're interested in like oh your relationship so so you're not gonna get married huh 
oh man, how that did that sucks. happen? Did someone yeah. cheat? Like, like things like that. Like you don't want to, like you don't want your whole life to be the fact that you broke up with someone, right? That's correct. Yes. You want it to be bigger than that. Yeah. All the people who love to gossip come up. <laughs> they all come out. And they, they, they have such good intentions. They're like, oh, if you need anything, I'll be there for you. <laughs> Can I have a thousand dollars? Um, I don't have that, but here, here's a penny. Cheapo. <laughs> it's okay. You need to learn to be self-sufficient now. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's really yeah. good, actually. That's very good. That's very good advice. I think if you cannot, you know, have the means to travel or you don't have the time either because of school or Just work or whatever. Do new things then. Things you haven't done before. Do new things. Me, personally, I think it's, ve- it's good to be very... To, I, I mean, I always... My whole philosophy is that I think you should always be productive mm-hmm. in your entire life. No matter what stage you are, either in school, if you're a student, full-time, part-time, whatever, or in a relationship or not, you should always be productive in doing things either to increase your finances, right? Your intellect, Mm -hmm. your social life, your health, but always be doing interesting new stuff. Finish projects and then do new stuff to advance, whatever, right? But I think especially when you break up, you should definitely either engage in new projects Mm-hmm. Or start something immediately mm-hmm. to get to because the whole point is to get your mind off, off of it. Mm-hmm. Like the worst thing you could do is stay home and eat ice cream and watch Netflix. No, because that's I mean, of course, that's what that's what you wanted. You just want to stay and just not do anything. But you need to force yourself to leave your house, to leave your home. Can I give a caveat to that? Go. What do you think about that idea of giving yourself like a time limit? Like you can spend two days eating at home, like sitting at home, eating ice cream feeling bad, kind of mourning a little bit, and then go and be productive. Because sometimes it can be a little bit like overwhelming mm-hmm. to go jump into it. Well, here's another caveat on that. So I don't agree with that, mm-hmm. but I'll give uh, maybe a similar caveat that will agree with you. Okay. So what I mean is this. We're negotiating over here. We're negotiating <laughs> on this, uh, which is this. I So for me personally, mm-hmm. you're right. For some people, I'm sorry, for some people it might be overwhelming to just start a new project or start something new at work or, or learn something, right? So, okay, fine. If you need a little bit of a break, which is fine, then do it. But don't do it at home. What I mean is instead, go to a spa, get a massage, oh, go get a manicure, pedicure, I don't know, get your hair done, uh, pamper, b- b- yeah, basically pamper yourself. But I'm saying to do it outside because you change your environment. You're not at home swallowing pity, wallowing, crying, feeling bad for yourself. I mean, of course, those feelings are going to come up. Even if you go pamper yourself, where like you might cry a little bit, you might feel bad. Like that's fine, but do it in an environment that's outside, mm-hmm. right? Still, re- go to go into relaxation mode, pamper yourself, so you can like feel better. You can feel like uh, he loves spas more than me. I love that. I love reflexology massages, like on the feet and the hands, and they touch this point, and it's your your pituitary gland, or it's like your like your I don't know like so, like your heart or your kidney. Whatever the case, I love that that type of stuff. Um, <laughs> I really do. But the point is like, get out. Get out of a place, especially your your home, because it's so easy to like. There's a lot of temptations at your house mm-hmm. to stalk the person on social media, call them, text them. Some people get drunk, and they and they and get and they call the that ex and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So get out of these environments and pamper yourself, or just get busy. Right. And you know what I don't like about like the whole like drinking your your sorrows away type of thing? Like what? when you wake up the next day, a lot of times you just feel pathetic, right? 
And in a breakup, the last thing you want to feel is pathetic because you're in such a vulnerable state where you're like, did I make the right decision? I'm going to be lonely now. All these different thoughts fly around. And then you're going to wake up and you're like, and now also like, I'm so pathetic. Like I drank a whole whatever. Like you wake up and you just look like a mess and things like that. Like you don't want to look like a mess. You don't want to feel like a mess. You want to feel like, wow, this is amazing. Like um, another thing that people can do right after they break up is like get into exercising, right? Like Mm, uh, one time I used to live on the beach and what I did was like I used to just like every morning for that period of time, I would just run on the beach for a little bit and like watch the sun and like see how beautiful it was and just feel like I worked hard. So I definitely see what you mean by the like the productivity. Hundred percent. Wow, that is that 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 see now that's the way to go. Go live at the beach. Yeah. And run on, on the beach and see the sun. Take a trip to somewhere where there is a beach. Go run every day and then go to a spa. Wow. That would be a great one, guys. Go to Miami. Go to Australia. Costa Rica. Go to where else? Go to Spain. Anywhere, guys. Anywhere. Well, I wouldn't say anywhere, but like, but like, what, what you, you said. don't want to go to Siberia? Well, not Siberia or Iceland or like Alaska. Probably those like, aren't the places to go. But if they feel like that's exciting to them, then they should. Okay, so I definitely agree with that. But I'm just saying, if you want to, if you want that recipe, the one Alyssa just gave, then definitely try that out. So it's well, yeah. Go let me there. ask you the next question. Go. What do you think about the whole idea of throwing out everything the person gave you, or anything that reminds you of them, like pictures of you and them together? Stuff like that. So, it's tricky. So, let me explain. Because it really depends. Now, for example, some people, right, when they break up, they eventually get back together. Mm-hmm. Right? Or they break up a couple times, but they keep getting back together. Right? Other people break up once and they, that's it. That's done. They're done. There's no going back. Right? Some people believe in going back. Other people don't believe in going we back. We should talk about that next. We, yes. And in another video, maybe on this video, who knows, right? So some people believe in going back, other people don't believe in going back. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll explain why I'm talking about this. There was a study that said that if you're going to go back, the max amount of times that you should go back to someone after a breakup is once. Really? Just once. Now, of course, the person, these psychologists, they, they weren't saying that this applies to everyone. Mm-hmm. But for certain circumstances, if you're going to return to someone, because of course there, there's stories where people have broken up, but then they get back together and they get married or whatever, or or, or they stay together for a while or forever. Mm-hmm. Like, like that that does exist. Mm-hmm. But they say that the maximum amount is once right now. So if you and the other person feel like you might get back together and maybe that, that break, it was a misunderstanding. It was just pure emotion, right? Then you know, probably don't throw everything out because if you're planning on getting back together or you want to or you both want to, then there's no point of throwing things out. But doesn't that hinder the whole getting over the person process? Because like, if you are expecting to get back together with this person, then you're not trying to get over them. That is true. Because you know you're going to get back together with them. That is true. It just happens where some relationships... It's one of the hardest relationships to get over, by the way, because... Which ones? The ones that are back and forth, back and forth. Oh, yeah, that's the worst. That's mental torture. It's, it's the worst thing that, that you can do, 100%. Yeah. But, but I just think it depends because some people, they break up and they just need a li- like little time and then they go back together, right? So for me, even in those situations, I would recommend getting rid of the stuff. You're okay. Because a breakup isn't like a little thing, no, right? No, it's not. Like if you're breaking up with someone, like that's a big thing. And if that 
person like thinks that you don't see it as a big thing, then it's easy to just keep breaking up and getting back together, right? When you act like a little bit dramatic for things that actually require a dramatic response, then people realize that you took it seriously, right? Like, mm -hmm. let's say you break up with someone, right? And like, it's in the type of way that they know that they're going to get back together, but you throw out all this stuff and that person comes back and they're like, oh, I want to get back together. And you're like, oh, I was working on moving on from you. And they can see that you actually mm -hmm. were going to move on. So they can see like, you're not stuck there. If this person does not want to be in the relationship, they don't have to be. And you're okay with that because you're willing to move on from them. So they'll take it a little bit more seriously the next time that they're thinking about breaking, breaking up. up. Exactly. That's very good. That's very good. I would also say that it also reminds you that you have power in this relationship. You're not just like on like this other person's like, oh, we're together now. We're not together now. Like that's ridiculous, you know? Mm -hmm. um, if you are trying to get over someone though, like, and you're not getting back together, what do you think? Oh, then 100%. You should definitely throw everything out. Burn it. Go throw it down the garbage. Give it to your dog so you can swallow it. Like... I'm just kidding. No, I'm kidding. Don't do that. It's animal abuse. But I'm just saying, like, get rid of the stuff as fast as possible. Why? Why what? I mean, I agree with you, but, like, what's your reasoning as to why? Because, yes. Because even though you, you might say, yeah, but they're just things. I actually like these things, right? Of course you like they're them. That's why you have them. They're constant reminders. Mm -hmm. They're probably not the people we spoke about earlier on that are reminding you, but things can also be re-reminders. Re mm -hmm. Letters... Uh, bracelets, necklaces, gifts. These are mm -hmm. all reminders of of the life you of your previous chapter with this person. And if you're trying to get over them, you gotta throw everything out. I mean, of course, that person or that time period will always be in your head or your subconscious, you know, consciously or unconsciously because it was just a part of your life, which is again that's normal, right? But everything external, you should definitely get get rid of because mm -hmm. that's one way to get over a certain relationship. Also, I do believe that if you're going breaking up and then going back, breaking up and going back, either two things are happening. Either I, number one, it's a very immature relationship, mm -hmm. or it's an unhealthy relationship where yeah. one party is the issue or both parties are the issues. Mm -hmm. So if you're in a relationship that you guys keep breaking up and going back, have it's it like in you mind. Need breaks from each other, you know. And if you need breaks from this person, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but then again, th this only applies if you want to be in a relationship. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to be in a relationship, you just want to be with thirty-five people. Then of course, then that's different. That's very different. It's very different. But if you want to be, but you constantly need breaks from this person, then that should give you a sign like, hey, maybe this is not the right person for me to be with mm -hmm. in that aspect. Because if I always need a break from them, mm -hmm. then that then that should tell you something. Now, that but then but then that then the, uh, another conversation comes up, right? Should you always be on top of the person you're with? But mm -hmm. but 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 then again, I think we're we're getting off topic. But that's a definitely. A good question for another video. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I do want to just add one point about the actual items that you keep. Okay. Um, you also got to keep in mind that you have a future coming, right? Correct. Like, if, let's say, you held on to, I don't know, like a piece of jewelry that this person gave you, right? Okay. And then you're in a relationship with a new person and they say like, oh, I like that ring. Where'd you get it? Are you going to want to explain to your mm. new partner that your old partner gave it to you and then like... How are they going to feel about you wearing that? You know, like, I know, like, if you were to wear something that an ex gave you or something like that, like, I would feel, like, very insecure. I would be like, what are you doing? Get rid of that. Like, you don't need that. I'll yeah. get you something, you know? Um, so it's kind of like also, like, respect for your future. Like, you don't want to use something that's going to, like, kind of create issues. Like, mm -hmm. even if it's not a big issue, just, like, why create even a small hurdle for your future relationship? You know? Yeah, of course. Yeah, because if the person is wearing something 
from the previous chapter. They're like, why do you have to wear that? Mm-hmm. Are you trying to get back with him? The person's going to get jealous. They're like, you're right. Yeah. They say, hey, why do you have to wear that? Mm-hmm. And then, na- and then like, let's say they give you, like, whatever, whatever type of answer. And, and let's say that you're like, okay, fine, whatever. But you're really not fine with it. Every time you see that ring or that piece of jewelry or that gift, it's going to... It's going to make Bring you think. Memories. No, but it's going to make the other partner, mm-hmm. the new partner think, huh, this came from the ex. Who is that person? I have to find them. Mm-hmm. Why, why are they still holding on? What are they hiding? And so many questions and like so many conflicts will arrive. They're going to come up because of this one gift. And if you see this, right, you need to have a serious conversation with the person you're going out with or you, mm-hmm. you have the relationship with. And also, if you can't let go of those things, you got to have a serious conversation with yourself if you actually moved on. Yeah. Did you move on? Maybe 80% moved on. How much did you actually move on and why? Why do you still need to hold that piece of jewelry or that gift that that person gave you? Like, mm-hmm. it makes a lot of sense. I think there's so many different techniques on how to get over people, right? I, I, I really think that there's a lot of ways. Yeah. But I think it's, I think the hardest part is the beginning. Yeah. Of course, I think that's the hardest part is the beginning. Mm-hmm. And if everyone knows that that's the hardest part, now it's about what you're going to do and get out of your comfort zone to get over the, the beginning part. Because then after that, it gets easy. Yeah, but let's talk about that after part okay. a little bit. Because I think a lot of people talk about the beginning part, but not what to do after. Okay. What do you think, like, is the next stage of what a person should do? Like, they threw out all the stuff, mm-hmm. they went on the trip, they went running on the beach, and they they right. they went to the spa. Okay. They're back home now. Now what do they do? What's the time for, like, a week, a month, like, a day? Let's say it's, like, two weeks. Like, two weeks? Yeah. Well, you gotta be... Now, let's say after you do all that stuff, right? You just gotta be, continue being consistent. Mm-hmm. Being consistent with what's helping you get over the person. Right. And just be consistent on what's helping you. Like, you have to realize, like, what's, what, what new thing have you implemented in your life now mm-hmm. that's helping you get over this person? Just be consistent with that and stay busy. Mm-hmm. And stay busy. And also, another thing I think you should then realize, right, is everyone has seven parts to their life. Seven parts. Seven. Health. Social. Family. Intimacy finances, intellect, and career, right? And after a big breakup, a lot of times, right, you feel depressed or you feel off. It's because now, obviously, one of those circles or two or more of those circles. Social and intimacy, no? Social and intimacy, they're probably a little off now because of the breakup. Mm -hmm. So now you just need to fulfill it. You need to fill it up again because now a, a lot of the gasoline in those circles and the intimacy or the social one or even family, because maybe you got close to their family, right? Mm-hmm. The gasoline in those circles have gone down, so you need to fill it up now. Yeah, you got to fill it up. How? Maybe getting closer to your own family. Mm-hmm. Maybe um, going out and meeting new people. I wouldn't say immediately, but like, but like making friends, like going out to parties, to networking events, uh, going to gatherings, like hanging out with people, getting to know new people and their stories. You know, um, so so you need to realize to be consistent. And to remember to fill up now these these uh, these circles now because now a lot of it has the tank has gone down. So now you need to focus and be like, okay, what can I do to f- fill it up in a healthy way? Mm-hmm. Again, in a healthy way, fill up these circles and be consistent w- with them. For sure. What I would also make a suggestion is that don't um, like jump 
to like go on the hunt for like a new boyfriend or a new girlfriend, right? Like okay. don't run for that because what can happen is a lot of times people like just try to replace one relationship for another, right? Mm -hmm. And they're like scared that they're not going to be able to because that's one of the biggest fears when you break up with someone. Like how do you know you're going to be able to find someone else, right? Mm -hmm. But relationships don't work like that. You don't find someone in two seconds unless you do. But like it's not like you just, there you go. You lost one, now you have another one. And you can feel very depressed more because you're like, I thought I would be able to find someone and it's been two weeks. Why haven't I found someone, you know? And like, you feel all this lacking. So what I would say is like, for a little while, like go and explore those social situations, but don't go in with any expectations. Like just uh -huh. go and like say like, I'm going to meet a bunch of people. It's going to be fun. I don't know if it's going to turn into anything or not. And just, just go and chill and experience, you know, for a little bit. And then just like kind of appreciate the, the experiences that you do have. And then once you feel like you've kind of like built up like a lot of new experiences, a lot of new friends, things like that, then I would say you can kind of like once you're a little bit more confident in yourself mm -hmm. and you're not like getting that like thought in the back of your head, like, am I going to find someone? Am I going to find someone? Um, then you can start looking again, like officially, like if it happens beforehand, great. Like that's not something that you should prevent, but I wouldn't actively search for a new um, person. To person. Exactly, right away, you know? You remind me of something, and I'll, I'm going to probably end my, my portion with this, mm -hmm. which is something that you are mentioning. Like, let's say you do, like, you know, you're just meeting a bunch of people, and then you find someone, you really right. like them, and, they, and they, they like you, right? But let's say it's kind of too close after this, right? Mm -hmm. what, what, what I would suggest, and I think it's very smart, is that let's say you start to realize that you start getting close to one person. You'd be very honest with the person and say, listen, I like you, and I know you probably like me. You know, try to figure that out. But I just wanted to let you know that I just did break up with someone this amount of time. Now, of course, if it's been three years, don't bring it up. Or like, but I would say maybe anywhere like from six months or, or less, right? Say, listen, I just broke up with this person. I'm getting over them. I really like you. I want to continue hanging out with you. just want to take things a little slower. Because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm getting over this other person and I'm accomplishing it. And I really enjoy your company. I really like hanging out with you. Can we take it slow? Now that that now that that will do a couple things. If the person really likes you, and they'll understand, like, okay, yeah, no problem, right? L let's take it slow, and we'll, we'll be friends, and we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. So now you have that, or it can filter people out, right? They'll be like, maybe the person hears it, and they're like, you know, something, I'd rather not continue this because I don't want to be with someone who just broke up with someone. It's dangerous. So now you filter out people yeah. in a healthy way, and you were honest, and there's no lying. Yeah. Because what happens is a lot of times. You find someone that's so good a little time later, mm -hmm. and you're like, and you're like, should I tell the person that I just broke up with them? But this person is so good, I don't want to lose them. So they immediately just get into a relationship, a re relationship, right? But that messes up that relationship because exactly. then you have issues because you're not fully over the other person, and then they're like, I don't get what's going on, and you already lied about it. And then like when you tell the truth, they're like, why didn't you tell me? And it's just it turns into like a whole like tornado of issues. So it's better to just be upfront and like you don't have to say it in a way like, oh you know, my heart is still with this other person and like, wow. we broke up, but like, I really want, like, you don't have to say it like that. You can be like, listen, I broke up recently. Um, I'm getting over them and I really, really am interested in where this can go. I just, I want to take it step by step. Do you think we could do that? Really? You are interested? I am. Am I marry me? Well, that's your game. Oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, then. But yeah, you, you could, like, it's not a big reason for someone not to pursue things with you if they are serious about you okay. what do you think yeah i 100% agree um that would be my last suggestion the one i just gave because i've seen it actually happen a lot 
or because you find someone and you don't want to lose the opportunity, you just jump into it. But then you lose it. But then you, well, if you're really honest, you're upfront with the person, you tell them what's really happening, there's a very good chance that they'll understand. They're like, okay, you know something? And also, you'll be able to tell, quick hack, you'll be able to tell if they really like you or not. That's true. You'll be able to tell if they really like you. Someone really likes you, like they'll understand and they'll be like, you know something? I'll wait. Mm -hmm. Let's continue hanging out and let's see where it goes from there. So, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And also, they'll appreciate the honesty. All right, guys. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Uh, please, guys, follow us. Like this, like these videos. Share it. And please send us your questions. We send love us questions. That. We really, really like them, guys. Any, any last words? I'm going to give you guys a metaphor. A relationship is kind of like when you hold like a tennis ball in your hand, right? It needs to have movement, though. If you hold the tennis ball like this... There's no movement, it suffocates, you squish it, right? It doesn't work. If you hold it like this, it can move around a little bit and you can play with it. So the same thing with a relationship. You can't hold it like this. If you hold it too tight, it's not going to work. You can't hold on to the old person too tight. You can't try to get the, old, the new person and just be like, oh, I'm not going to tell you anything and I'm going to control every aspect of this relationship. You can't. You have to have a loose grip like this. Still hold it, say that you want to be there, but hold it loosely. Does that make sense? That is probably the best ending of a video. I hope so. Alright guys. Let me know if it makes sense. Take care guys. Thank you guys. Bye guys. Till next time.